even within the black community, we love to say support. Like we've had customers who will get on my nerve because they'll purchase something mm -hmm. and then they'll want to, I don't know, return or do something that's against policy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And we will reinstate this is against policy. And then the number one line we hear is, well, that's what I get for supporting a black, a fellow black brand. First of all, do not support me. I tell people, do not support me. If you would like to buy a product because you like it, buy it because you like yes. it, but do not support me. Right. Because you will use support as this conditional offer yes. for you to step on me like I'm not shit. Since she calling me, can't come to work. Oh, this ghetto. It's the fifth. Deadline was the first. Oh, this ghetto. Payroll do again. Pockets hurt. Oh, this ghetto. Good idea. Now we buy merch. Oh, this ghetto. Payment miss. Oh, the ghetto. Say she quit. Oh, the ghetto. Laid on your rent. Rent is ghetto. New event. Welcome back to another episode of the Ghetto CEO Podcast where we talk about everything being a CEO because being a CEO is super, super, super ghetto, okay? This is the things that people do not talk about, the hardships, the tears that we cry, the fresh ideas that we come up with. It is all the things, but listen, I want you, if you guys are loving this podcast, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe, leave us a review, and let us know how we are helping you change your life. Now, listen, we only bring CEOs to the couch that's willing to be honest and transparent about their journey and today is no differently okay i am super excited are you excited to be on this I, couch today i am so excited listen are you going to tell us everything your deepest darkest everything. secret everything <laughs> this is the tmz of ceo life Come on, period. <laughs> i love it i love it. we're gonna have to keep keep that going okay yep. listen i am super excited that you are here but introduce yourself but listen I know on other podcasts, they just like, you know, tell us about your life. No, no, no. How would your family introduce you? Like, what would your, your niece is over there? What would she say to her friends about her auntie? Like, what would she say? My name is Hyatt Rita, Auntie Hyatt, properly known. <laughs> Almost like Auntie on the internet, yes. too. And I don't take shit from anybody. Period. And also, I'm unapologetically in love with failure. Oh, I love that. Yes. We're going to talk about that. Yes, ma'am. Yes. Okay, so let's jump right in. You said you are unapologetically in love with failure. What yeah. does that mean? Like, how did you get to that place? Because you're just not born like that. I mean, you're not born like that. But when I look back to everything in my life, you mm -hmm. know, let's say I sit down where I am right now. Yeah. I have a really successful business. I've had lots of a really great career. Mm -hmm. When I back everything out... Everything happened to me based off of what I did when I failed mm. to the point where we spend our whole life being afraid to fail. Right. And then when I looked back, I was like, oh, I am who I am because I failed, but it was what I did with it. So somehow I call myself the pivot queen yes. because you will throw something at me and be like, oh, this, this is the one yeah. that's going to get her. Yeah, and I'm just yes. like, okay, just watch. Right. I'm, right. I'm going to, I'm going to pivot right to it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. So tell them a little bit about your business. How did you develop it? Develop this and tell them what it is for the people that don't know and so, have been so, under the rock. So you want the really gentle answer, no, or no, you no, want no. The... we want the real? Ooh, okay. <laughs> so I have an accessory, a sculpture accessories brand, okay. Koi. So that's what I'm wearing. Period. And Cute. how it started was I was an influencer online for almost um, ten years. Okay. And when you're an influencer, you do partnerships. Mm -hmm. And there was a brand that reached out to me. They want me to do a jewelry partnership. But it was like fine jewelry. So think about cute little diamonds with your initials, that kind of stuff. And, you know, I was like, okay, cool. But I'm a stickler for branding because I have a background in branding. And I was like, I don't like your packaging. Mm. So I was like, if I'm going to do this partnership, can I just 
twiggled the packaging. And so the deal was I would build a sub brand that they would be on the back end of. Mm-hmm. But it was just for like one or two collections. Mm, okay. So we do everything, align, I order all this packaging, I name it um, the Koi Studio. It's, mm-hmm. it's all amazing. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go home. Vacation, I'll come back. Yeah. And home is Ghana. Okay. So I'm there, I'm in traffic. They send me an email, hey, can you get on a quick call? And I'm just like, I'm in Ghana. Like, can this wait? I'm flying back in a week for us to <laughs> shoot the campaign for this jewelry. And they're like, no, we need to call you now. They called and pulled out of the contract. What? So it never happened. So I was sitting there, of, I have prepaid for all of this packaging. What? And I had almost like 10,000 pieces of packaging. And because it was going to be a diamond brand i wanted this like luxury velvet packaging right. so i'm sitting there like this thing was supposed to launch i've put all the money i don't even have into making this packaging right and so i was like okay well let me figure out how to just like make jewelry that maybe is not expensive just mm-hmm. think about like accessories yeah. until i get rid of all the packaging mm-hmm. and then i'll just go back to my life but it was right. kind of like let me just start a quick hustle yeah so i can get rid of all this packaging and once the packaging is done you know I'll just move on. And now we have a retail. How did they pull out of the contract? Still trying to figure out till today. It was the company wasn't doing well. And they were just like, we're just canceling everything. And it was just like, it's ghetto. Listen. (laughs) And you know, in those kind of moments, you're going to sit down and be like, oh my God, woe is me. I can't believe. And I was just like, okay, but hold on. I have all this packaging. Like I gotta do something. Because first of all, where am I going to keep it? It was... (laughs) And you know, you, when you're buying packaging, you're not buying 10. Right. We're talking thousands. Right. That was on its way. Right. And I was like, okay, there's nowhere for this packaging to go. It's not going right. to sit in my apartment. Yes. So I was like, let me just start a cute little brand. And what was interesting was when people got this jewelry that was like $50 bangle, you know, $30 earrings, it came in luxury packaging. Mm, and we, till today, we've never run an ad wow. in our life because the packaging was the ad because wow. everybody was just like, wait. I paid $50 for this, you know, bangle. Mm-hmm. What box is this in? It comes in a really nice, like, it was yeah. just a detail of luxury yeah. that they didn't even feel like they deserved because they didn't think they'd paid hundreds. Right. And that's what became what the brand is known for. Wow. So if you, you know, a year later, we have a store in Chicago. Okay. You know, we're all over the, you know, we're shipping all over the world. Yes. And the one thing people know is you are going to get a luxury experience without paying. So you see how that one little mistake. One little, the pivot queen. Listen, <laughs> I, need, I, I need a, 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 a shirt. Right. Right. Yes. But it's, again, in that moment, you're going to sink or you're going to swim. Yeah. And a lot of people will get into, oh, this happened to me. I was like, okay, it happened. And anyway, I'll cry while I'm building. Right. I'm not saying I won't cry. Okay. But these, while I'm building. Listen, they, these tears will steal the box, okay? No. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's, that's, you know, the epitome of my entire life. It's something happened, I pivoted. Something happened, I pivoted. And that's how you get where you are. You know, and I love that story because, first of all, it just shows that things are shit is going to happen all the time all the time every day there mm-hmm. is something going on but sometimes shit fall apart for us to for it to fall together yeah and i it's, love that failure is a beautiful gift and a lot of times and i'm sure all your listeners mm-hmm. or every everybody who sat on this couch yes. has probably had to switch their relationship with fear yes because people will sit you know, not even at the start line, they'll mm-hmm. sit in the stands and mm-hmm. say, oh, I want to do this and this, but, but, but if you don't get your ass down to the start line and step <laughs> over and then, okay, so if you fail, then what happens? Right. Did you die? Did you die? That's not my shirt. Did, <laughs> Did you, you die? die? 
<laughs> the back of the shirt should say, are you dead yet? Yeah, no? no. Then keep going. <laughs> right. But yeah. No, I love that so much. So now you've built this company. So tell us kind of where it is today. Oh so where are we? How big are we? Like what what's happening? I would say in in a year. I so was it's lo- only been a year. It's only been a year. July first. Wow. July first, wow. yeah. Okay. Um, in a year, I think we've done 12,000 orders. Yes. And we have a, because I was looking the other day of like, you know, you're saying order number uh-huh. and I'm just like, this number? Of, right. You know, you, you kind of so in it, you don't um, pay attention. And we have a retail location in Chicago. Wow. Our opening day, there were 300 people in line. Now, co- listen. How, look at God. <laughs> look at that. I, look, I love yeah. that. But I love that even the story didn't start at the packaging issue, mm-hmm. right? It started before because you were an influencer. So you had started building your tribe. Yep. And that's why these people wanted to partner with you. Because the thing is that, like, you also have to build a community. Now, how mm-hmm. I built my community was vulnerability. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll be the one there. And I remember the first day I started Koi, when I hit launch on the mm-hmm. website, I had 87 cents in my bank account. Wow. I have a screenshot on, on my Instagram. 87 cents. I had written my landlord a letter that said, I cannot pay rent today. So it started on July 1st, so you know mm-hmm. rent is due. Yes. And at that point, I knew I needed X amount of money to clear some some more stuff from customs. Come on now. So it was... The brand won't launch if I don't clear this thing. Yeah. But I have to pay rent. Which one? So I just wrote him a letter and I said, I will pay whatever fee. Mm. I just need a few days. Because I had that much faith in the brand. Because yes. I was like, I've worked hard for this. Like, it will work. Yeah. I did a couple of days. Right. Wrote that letter. You know, he's like, okay, you'll pay a, I think it was like a $25 late fee. Cool. Cool. Like, just... <laughs> Give, let, let me use that money. Yeah. And, you know, it literally took off. We sold out in an hour. What? In an hour. Till today, you know, 12 collections or whatnot later, we sell out on some pieces in minutes. But the beauty of the brand is I believe in art and not just, like, creating a brand to make money. Yeah. So I don't bring anything back. So once something sells out, it we're done. Won't. Yeah. You cry, kick. Even my mother sometimes is like, I didn't get this one, lady. Okay. I know I, I know you are my landlady in the womb, but that <laughs> has no privileges. Yes. I love I, it. I, I, I rented it. your womb for nine months. Yes. There's no privileges no, with that. Not with this brand. <laughs> if no. you ain't got it, she ain't got it. No. no, I love that so much. And because one, it, it, it keeps the exclusivity, mm-hmm. right? Because it's like, I got to be there. Mm-hmm. You got to get it. One o'clock, twelve o'clock, whenever they drop in, I gotta be mm-hmm. there. But it also create creates the creativity for you, yep. so you can keep creating. You can create. I get so bored. Mm-hmm. I get. So, it's like a lot of times by the time a piece comes out, mm-hmm. I've seen it for so like oh my gosh, I've seen it, and I'm just like sometimes I'm like, can y'all hurry up and wear? Because I want to show you what's next. Like, right. Like, <laughs> like are y'all done? Right. Can I, y'all can ready? I show you, can I show you the next one? Yes. Um, but I think it. It's, it's what makes it fun. Yes. It's what makes it fun. I yes. love this. So you've been in this journey a year. That yeah. is crazy. Yeah. I think I prepped my whole life yes, for this for year. For this year. And you know what? I say that all the time, right? Mm-hmm. I say that a lot of people always say, well, you know, I'm trying to hit my seven figures. I'm trying to make these millions of dollars. Da, 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 da. But it, you may see it happen in one yeah. year time span, but you've been prepping for this moment my all your life. life. My entire life. I was talking to um, my niece just about little things I did. Like when I was younger, I used to love magazines about hotels. Mm. 
it was like I wasn't too much into you know what what she like the cute little girl teen magazines. Yeah. I would cut out hotels and build like okay when I have a hotel. This is what the uniform they will wear. Oh, this wow. is what it will smell like and oh, look like. Cute. When I was designing the store experience, I kept going back to hotels. Mm. And I was like, wow, look at how full circle it's come. Yeah. Literally, like little things that were prepping. And, you know, I worked in advertising for all of oh, almost like 13, 14 years. Wow. I got laid off from my tech job two days after the store opened. Mm-hmm. But it's like all of that marketing experience, we've never had to hire a, like a marketer for it. It's yeah. it's in me. Right, right. And You've it's been so prepping for it. My whole life. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is that we often sit down and say, oh, I want to know what I want to do. It's like people say, oh, I want to come up with a business. And they're sitting down waiting for the idea mm-hmm. to take an Uber and come and find them. <laughs> Period. But the idea comes when you're doing stuff. Think about I yeah. never said I'm going to own a store. Yep with you know I'm, I'm going to start a brand it was i was just doing things and the opportunity just kind of i allowed it to reveal itself yes. but you're not gonna sit down at home and with a piece of paper and brainstorm this is my million dollar business no you that's gotta not start how it works moving. you gotta start it moving. will catch up with you yes you're gonna pick it if it's a train it's going to be on the train yes. but you have to get on the train yes yes Yes, you got to start working. You got to start working. And I think a lot of people feel like it's going to hit me. And a lot of times that idea is already within your experience. You know what I mean? You have to allow it to reveal itself. mm. But to reveal itself, it may have to be a sum of failures. Because as things fail, they're moving out the way. It's peeling. It's like an onion. Oh, this failed. It moved. And then you'll you'll feel like your world is ending because everything isn't going well. Thanks. But you're coming back to the core. Yep. And when you get there, then you'll be like, got it. Got this it. is why mm-hmm. all of those things fell apart. I love this. So this journey has been going on for a year. So I know <sighs> their first year is probably and this ghetto. Period. Is, <laughs> <laughs> is this the part so, where we start yeah, telling? Yes. Yeah, tell us what has been happening, girl. I woke up one day. I said, I don't want to be CEO anymore. <laughs> Fire me. Honestly, like I looked in the mirror. You know how Issa Rae talks in the mirror? And I want to say, fire yourself. (laughs) The thing is that starting a company Mm -hmm. and being a CEO are two very different things. Absolutely. And I think culture has done us a disservice Mm -hmm. because CEO is this cute thing. where You know those little memes, what's your favorite position? CEO. Those people are lying to you. They are lying. It is not fun. It is not nice. It's, it's, It's no, no. Yes. It's great to be a founder mm-hmm. and to be a you know the creative person. Yeah. First of all, the amount of paperwork you do as a CEO is enough <laughs> for me to quit. <laughs> to quit today. Today. <laughs> yes. Like there's sometimes I'm like I don't know, figure it out, and then they all look at me like, no, you, you figure, figure it out. out. <laughs> I, I don't fucking yeah. know. And so I think um, the hardest part is number one, money. Mm. I built everything without a single loan. Yeah. Without help from anyone, yeah. and it is. The ability to like find money. I gotta, mm-hmm. gotta wipe my eye and cry. <laughs> this so, is so emotional. So <laughs> Your views are really gonna think I'm crying. They're like, mm, it's hard, girl. Listen, I'm crying too. No, I, I think I am crying now. <laughs> this is genuine tears. Oh, I think back to, to, to the, the, the struggle. But honestly, I remember just having moments of at the start of the year. Mm. You know, I had, I was in debt, maybe $60,000. Mm. I have a video where I swear, you know, my now CFO said, okay, we we pulled all the debts. Because half the time, you don't want to see how much debt you're in. No, show me. You're just like, 
well, this card has this, this, and you're like, okay, I know I owe 20 here, 10 here. And it was like, I like it separate. Yeah. No. <laughs> kind of like, I want to be in a toxic relationship yes. with my debts. I'll see you when I see, see you. you. And it was like, no, you got to face it. Mm. Put it all together. Mm. And she said that number. I said, okay. Yeah. And then at that time, it was the question of, is there going to be a store? You've signed a lease, yeah. but I don't know how this is going to happen. So it was like, I went in my closet Okay, YSL bag, <laughs> you're up. Yeah. And I started selling things. Ooh. And you know the crazy thing? I didn't hide while I was selling. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm trying to build this store and I'm broke. So this is my Poshmark. Oh, I love Everything this. is on there. Yeah. And so there are some people who bought my pieces as investing into the brand. Mm. So I know who has my YSL bag. Yeah. I know who has the Chanel bag. Yeah. And it was like, okay, we just sold the Chanel bag today. Oh, we can do the flooring. Mm. Oh, we need to buy lights. Okay, you know, I'm looking. Okay, let me put some clothes together and go and sell it. Now we have lights. Yeah. Oh, we have to paint. First of all, paint is expensive. Okay. You will stand there like, let me YouTube how to put the masking. But it really is everything starts adding up. Then it's mm-hmm. like, oh, business insurance. Yeah. Oh, why, why? Why do I need that? Why? We got to be insured. Oh, a license. <laughs> yep. Oh, gas. Mm-hmm. Oh, electric. Because I haven't moved in yet because we're still under construction. Exactly. But how do you think the drill got plugged in? Sheesh. And you got to start playing the electric bill before you even open. All of this. All of And it was this thing of you cannot be ashamed. Yeah. But Ooh, a, a, lot, a lot of times people want to say, oh, well, I'm going to, you know, where, where's the funding or this and this and that. No, there is closet. no funding. In the your... funding is in your closet. <laughs> you are the chief loan, office, uh, um, chief loan officer. Your bad habits yes. are the loans. Yes. Of which you will liquidate very yeah. quickly. Yes. And so I had to say, like, I started um, when I was going to the gym, I mm. stopped taking Ubers and I started walking. Mm. So I was like, well, I go to the gym and then go on the treadmill mm-hmm. as a warm up. So now I'm going to walk an hour yeah. to the gym walk an hour back all of that to save money on uber because twenty dollars here twenty they start to add up yeah and this whole time i had a full-time job in tech wow i had a six-figure job but guess what after i paid rent all of it was going into the business yeah in the 10 years that i have been building my community i've never enjoyed any of the money i made Mm. because i put it in another business in another business in another business and people want to become a CEO because they want the picture in front mm-hmm. of the G wagon that okay. they're going to put on Instagram. Yep. They want the catching flights, not feelings. Mm. <laughs> they want the, you know, I'm a CEO. I'm a CEO. No, you are self-employed. Yes. It's not as beautiful, but it is the most rewarding thing. Absolutely. Cause when I see people, I've, I've met people who have my pieces on and I can recognize it from afar. Mm-hmm. And that, that feeling makes everything else worth it. Right. And you think about like, I don't know. I'm like, why don't we talk about this? But you said it. it's the shame. Mm-hmm. People are so ashamed of the real reality of being a CEO. Yeah. Like, First of all, where, where's the camera where the people can see me? I'm broke. Right. <laughs> I'm still broke. Yes. Okay? Yes. Great. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just reminding. Keep- Listen, cause you, I think people really got, cause we have, um, every Monday we do what we call the Monday meetings and me and my brother, we talk about all the things like real reality. Like this is my brother. So I get to talk about right. like, yeah, the uh, finance team said this, this week. And he <laughs> like, listen, the finance team said we might sell the camera. Right. <laughs> we got to sell, we got to sell the humans. <laughs> like, <laughs> Team, okay, everybody gotta go. Nobody but, is above OnlyFans. No, nobody. You let me see the feet. You are qualified. Okay, like we have real conversations. He's talking about the fact that he's going through bankruptcy because of a failed business, and I think people need to remove the shame of, from yeah. the failures of business because 
you one it's heavy on you because mm-hmm. you feel like you can't talk to nobody about yeah. it you gotta hold this in it's okay to be like yeah nah and i know let me tell you where, where people need to start in how they spend money mm. so if your friends are going somewhere mm-hmm. i'm the one who will say i am not coming because i am broke <laughs> yeah i'm not gonna say oh you know i have a headache no i am broke that's yes. why i'm not coming <laughs> And then, you know, yeah. naturally as humans, oh, I, I'll pay. No, I said I'm broke and I have to learn that because I am broke, I am not going. I cannot go. <laughs> and it's, and it's, I think culturally we, we want to always appear like mm-hmm. we have it, that we are not comfortable saying I don't have it. Right. It's not. And also, even if I have it, I don't have it for this. It's right. not a priority. Right. But we all want to go on those vacations. Mm-hmm. We all want to live in a way because we, we are ashamed of mm-hmm. the fact that we can't give ourselves those things yes so then that's how some people are in situations right just so that they can gain assets to make it look like they have assets mm. when i tell you i have met wealthy people mm-hmm. who if they were on the side of the street you I know that's when i said we're doing something wrong something completely wrong that's because we're trying to yeah. show everybody else yeah. that yeah. we got it or we're making it mm-hmm. or like it's just and we you're, don't have to do this. You're making me cry. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, I'm just so sick and tired of it. Okay, friends? You're in the trailer. We brought Hyatt. <laughs> she was crying the whole no. episode. Yeah. <laughs> no, facts though. Like, it is, and I want people, and that's why we create this space. Yeah. Right? Like, for you to tell your story and say like, yeah, last week I made 100K. This week I really would like food stamps. Mm-hmm. Like, anybody... Got yeah. the, you know what I mean? Like it's it's yeah. just the the way of life around here. And and I think people also get into businesses to make money. And mm. I think that's the deep conversation we yeah. need to have. Yeah. Because imagine if somebody told you you're going to get into a business, you won't make money for at least fifteen years. Would you still do it? Man, people be like, I ain't doing that shit. Like <laughs> Because like yeah. a lot of times you will I remember when I first started my influencing. Mm-hmm. Okay, I had content that was up to par. You know, mm-hmm. I had excellent quality content. Mm-hmm. The first few years, I didn't make one cent, mm-hmm. but I kept making that quality content. Mm-hmm. The first brand deal I got was worth all the three years of money I put in. But imagine if I got into influencer stuff just to make money. Yeah. Yeah. I would have been like, I give up after like two days because yeah. where, where, where's, where's the check? Where's the paid sponsorship? Some wow. people post things like, well, where's my partnership? No, but do it because you really want to you like inspire it. people yeah. or you want to help people like, yeah. you know, learn how to curl their hair. It's right. like people aren't doing stuff for purpose anymore. Yes. And it shows. Mm-hmm. It shows in the community. It shows in the lack of support that you're receiving and it shows in your energy when Can you show Can we talk up. about support for a second and that word? <laughs> yes. Because I saw one of these things like your friends need to support you the way they support these big brands. No, they don't. They don't have to. It's not a requirement. Because that's confusing you as a mm-hmm. as a business. Yes. The data the data is skewed now because these are your friends. Yeah. So you'll be like, oh wow, we're we're doing great. Let's triple our inventory. Yes. Your friends are buying from you once. Yep. And and I think it's even within the black community, we love to say support. Like we've had customers who will get on my nerve because they'll purchase something mm-hmm. and then they'll want to, I don't know, return or do something that's against policy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we will reinstate this is against policy. And then the number one line we hear is, well, that's what I get for supporting 
a black a fellow black brand first of all do not support me i tell people do not support me if you would like to buy a product because you like it buy it because you like yes. it but do not support me right because you will use support as this conditional offer yes for you to step on me like i'm not shit right I'm just out here swearing. Mm. No, Come this is here. good. Is it, I feel like we need a live audience. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody give a clap. Oh, we, okay. need, we need a talk track. But, yeah. right, right. <laughs> but I think it is, um, we have to st- stop. Mm-hmm. And, and this is going to sound really weird. Yeah. We have to stop supporting black businesses. Yes. Now, let's unpack that statement. It's not we, we, ha- we have to stop shopping. Right. But buy from the businesses that you genuinely think they have a great product Mm -hmm. because if you just keep using the word support we're not like raising ourselves we're not raising our standards because people are getting away with the bare minimum because they're being supported facts and that's the thing a lot of people say like shopping with black owned businesses the customer service is bad or whatever you think about a restaurant you go to the difference between chick-fil-a and Harold's chicken you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like something that's totally different but that's because you keep going to support and you're not requiring them to provide excellence you're not even because you can require something and give feedback. Like, yeah. hey, I really love it, but I got my package and my something was broken. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Oh, now, ding, let me yeah. make sure we're checking this. I can make my business better, but y'all don't even tell us the feedback. It, it comes yeah. from a negative space. And then once something is wrong, then it becomes to, and this is why I don't. Exactly. It's the, the head. It's just you feel the head turning in the email. Head <laughs> you the, see the, the commas right every right. time there's a comma you, you know the head the exclamation marks like you know they point at the yeah. screen you know what i'm no. saying and it's like can you as a fellow black sister can you give me feedback that is mm-hmm. i could actually use yeah but because i'm not bending to your rules yeah. now i'm it's, wrong it's like they always talk about i think the beauty industry as black mm-hmm. um as black women, I can feel attitude in the confirmation text you, yes. you get from my Yes, yes. I'm like, what did I do? What did I do? Oh, yes, because it's going to be real raw. If, Don't if you're your two feet. minutes late, you have a $15 charge. Yes. But if I'm half an hour late, it's still the same price. And it, I'm just like, okay. And I think we don't even teach each other excellence. Mm-hmm. It's like, no. It's, it's something you have to look at the brands around yeah. you and be like, oh, okay. This is what I want to be. But right. if, if you're looking left and looking right and everybody's doing the same thing, right. then we think it's okay. Yeah. But it's sort of like we have to like challenge each other to rise up to create our own black excellence. Absolutely. We and have rise to, to that standard. Yeah. Yeah. My friend always says, my friend Audrey, she always says, why would I start at the bare minimal when I can start at mm-hmm. excellence? Right. But it requires a lot of us just don't know. Right. We don't know about customer service. We don't know about operations and how to ship better. Like we just don't know. But also we're settled in the fact that we don't know. Yes. Yes. Because everything I know is self-taught. Absolutely. Because I will go and look it up. But sometimes mm. people sit down and they cross their legs and they're like, well, I need a mentor. You don't. No. You are lazy. And nobody is coming. Nobody wants to mentor bullshit. I'm not think, coming yeah. to mentor you if you I ain't doing it, nothing. I think it was Malik who said, your mentor should find you working. Mm. So people are just like, well, if I had a mentor, no. Masterclass subscription is $300 a year. Yeah. You can go and learn something from there. Yeah. YouTube. And also sometimes your mentors don't have to hold your hand. Facts. Just watch them. Facts. So for me on my page, I'm teaching people the ins and outs. Mm-hmm. And then you'll get somebody who'll comment, I would love for you to mentor me. So what do you think the last 15 <laughs> stories were? But I think sometimes we call mentorship like, come and give me 
yeah. the tricks of the trade. Oh, come man. and give me the blueprint. No, come and tell me exactly what you did so I can replicate mm-hmm. it. But mentorship should be observation. Absolutely. People need to listen to your podcast. Yes. That is mentorship because all the people, I remember watching the interview with Pinky Cole and mm-hmm. I was just like, yes, okay, got it. Like, I'm <laughs> taking notes. I probably will never meet her. Yeah. But to me, in my head, a bit of gems she dropped was mentorship. Yeah. Because when I'm doing things, I'm taking that in. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, cool. Then you go listen to this one. Then you go listen to that one. And before, mm-hmm. you've been mentored. Yes. But yes. they're not coming to sit down and say, okay, day one. <laughs> this is this is what you should do. Right, no, right. No, 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 they're not doing it. And I think the other thing is, like, people feel like there's some type of, like, custom cheat code for them. They be mm. like, I know you did it like that. But what about I have a drink company? What about no, it's the same blueprint, yeah. it's just a different product. The same blueprint is always going to be work hard consistently, fail fast, and yes. pivot. Ooh. That is the only blueprint I'll ever give you. Yeah. Because there's sometimes people will be like, Oh, you know, I'm going to this person, I'm going to buy her vendor list. Mm. You can have the vendor list of the best brands in yes. the world. But what that vendor list won't give you is hustle. Mm-hmm. And also, you are robbing yourself off of the mistakes and the lessons you will learn by trying to secure your own vendor mm-hmm. list. I learned about quality of jewelry because mm-hmm. you have to think, I self-taught myself how to even find manufacturers. Yeah. And I remember going through the phase where you're just looking at samples. Mm-hmm. And it was like a good five grand of mm-hmm. just buying samples from so many manufacturers. Yeah. But every time something I didn't like how it felt, I would ask, what's the name of this material? Mm-hmm. And they'll say, oh, it's this. Then I, I make a note. Cool. Don't I, I don't like that material. <laughs> yeah. And then I feel something. Ooh, I like this. What is that? Brass. Okay. Then I write down, I like brass. Mm-hmm. Then it's like you get into plating. I'll see something and I'll be like, oh, this, this feels different. What's that called? If somebody had just handed me a vendor list, I would have robbed myself of the process. Off of the entire process. Yes. And so it's like everything I do of like, even like now I'm trying to teach myself email marketing. Mm -hmm. So I have all the books. Even if I hire someone, I want to at least know the bearman of the lingo. You have to. Because it's, I can't just be like, Hey, I'm going to pay you. Just do it. I want to be able to know if what they're telling me is correct. You know, that, that is so key. One thing I want, I want to highlight is a lot of times when it comes to business, we don't want as CEOs. We have a responsibility to, to know everybody. Because how can you give direction if you don't know what yeah. they're supposed to be doing? How are you gonna be able to tell the email marketer not my click through rates are down? You really should yeah. add more color at the top because da 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 or the open rate da da da. Like you can't mm-hmm. talk the lingo or talk the language if you don't know what she's doing. No, nope. And this is your brand. You this is know, your baby. You know why I learned this whole thing about knowing everybody's job? I was watching one of those. Like I remember. Like growing up, I was obsessed with Beyonce. Mm-hmm. What was interesting, I wasn't obsessed with her music. Mm-hmm. I I always waited for her documentaries. Like you know those like behind mm-hmm. the scenes. I can't wait uh, for you, the you, Renaissance. Yeah, one. you even have a picture yep. of one there. Yep. And I remember in one thing, she took a pencil and drew the stage, mm. and talked about how they had to put these lights here. And I was just like, oh, so she doesn't just sing. She knows everybody's job that mm-hmm. she can talk to the stage designer yes. and tell him or her some things. Yep. She can talk to the lighting crew yep. and tell them some things. And I was like, got it. So even within the business, I used to pack the packages. Mm-hmm. Every now and then I will go back on the floor mm-hmm. and pack. Like we were redesigning the packaging. Okay. You know how I redesigned the packaging? I went and packed with them for like mm-hmm. two days straight. 
And then I was like, oh, I see how this, oh, this looks pretty, but it's slowing the process down. Gotcha. And then I'm like in there so that when I'm designing, I'm not just designing it. because it's pretty. I'm yeah. just like, no, adding a little envelope is, is actually slowing down by 20 seconds. And if you're trying to move through 600 orders in a day, right. 20 seconds is going to add up. Absolutely. But imagine if I was just like, I'm going to hire someone to design the packaging, somebody to do this, somebody to do that. Mm-hmm. I would just have a business that was pretty. Yep. It had, would have no substance. And I think that's the thing. Even like all of these pictures, I could have went and found mm-hmm. pictures of women just looking pretty. Yeah. All of these girls is working. They're working. Beyonce, Ava, Rihanna. Like, I intentionally, like, I want to see women working because we have to work. Yes. And the thing is, we, Beyonce has to, anytime you see a video of her correcting somebody, it ain't about her singing or her voice. It's about, oh, somebody getting fired because you almost. My favorite one is where she's like sitting and she's, she's giving all the signals like, turn the fan on. And finally, she had to sing, turn the fan on. Yes. But it's like, she probably even knows like the the camera angles the like every single thing Mm -hmm. and I think all of this really when I was building the brand the thing that broke my heart was I wanted to learn from people that look like me Mm -hmm. but nobody was teaching and not teaching me Mm -hmm. nobody was telling the true story yeah I saw the beautiful pictures of the result of hard work. And then they sprinkle some quotes every now and then, Mm -hmm. motivational quotes. It's just like seasoning. Right. But the stories like, today was hard. (laughs) Or no, my favorite one is, one day I will tell you the story. No, I want to know it today. (laughs) Because I might be where you are. So please tell me the story today. Not one day, oh, you know, one day I'll tell you all the story of the struggle. No, I want to know now. I want to know right now, please. Please, thank please you. Me. <laughs> I need help. Send help. help. <laughs> but I think we have opportunities to not just tell people that, you know, entrepreneurship is hard. Mm-hmm. Cool. Okay, yeah. but how hard is it? Yeah. I need details. What about it makes it hard? Yeah. Even you talking about the financial aspect, because it's not just, the money comes in, mm-hmm. but how to manage the money? Yeah. What? When do you even know the the red flags and the yellow flags that something is wrong? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because most of the time, we don't know that it's wrong until we get to zero. We like, oh, shit, goddamn. Yeah. I, I shut a whole business down. Mm. I had a I had a candle business, and then I, I expanded into like a home care business. Mm-hmm. And what was interesting was I expanded very quickly because everybody told me to. Oh, you should do this. And I was like, cool, then let me go do it. Yeah. But I didn't have the right guidance to say, this is how you scale. Because another thing is we can take encouragement and hype and scale too quickly. Yes. Facts. Like even right now with my business, people are like, well, triple, like we have triple our inventory, mm-hmm. but I won't exceed that because I can't scale too quickly. Right. Don't overhype me. Yeah. Because when, when you're sitting on inventory, that's a big problem. Absolutely. But I think it's also an unsolicited feedback because mm-hmm. a customer will tell you what they want. I remember, like, even right now, the, the business is going through a hard, like, a hard moment mm-hmm. because for a while I only made gold because I only like gold. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, make silver, make silver, make silver. And I was like, I will not make no silver. Mm-hmm. And then I, I, I allowed myself to be pressured. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm going to make silver. We're sitting on the most silver inventory mm-hmm. because everybody who said make silver, I'm looking for them. Where is your sale? Where and then I started talking to entrepreneurs of like, you know, okay, so how do you find the balance between listening to the customer, yeah. but also your gut? Yeah. And they were just like, the customer will always say what they want, but you still have, you know, the back end of the business. Right. 
if it's not the right time, then don't do it. Right. I scaled quickly and I had to shut down my entire home business because mm -hmm. it was pulling us into the negative. Yeah. But it's sort of also, when I shut down, I was very open about it. It's like, it's shutting down, it didn't do well. <laughs> I love you so much. It's over. It's done. <laughs> I thought you said, I know what I said. I said, today See, it's, it's done. It's done. <laughs> <laughs> don't remind me what I said. Yeah, because I was, I, I was so sure I was going to be the next Martha Stewart. Mm. I was going to have a home. No. Yes. No, it is done. It's done. <laughs> and we're on the next thing. Right. And if one day the jewelry business is done, yes. it's done. It's done. Well, should you? No. No. We, it's, <laughs> it's finished. But you also have to be proud to say, it's done. It didn't work out. Yeah. Oh, why did it shut down? I'm not going to release a juicy statement that's sprinkled with feathers of, yeah. you know, the time has come. No, I was broke. It was draining all my money and I shut it down. <laughs> I got a jump ship. Okay. The yeah. Titanic was sinking. It was and sinking. <laughs> and I was not going in the submarine. Yeah. To go look for, for, for it. Facts. I was going to stay up here on the yacht. Yes. Okay. <laughs> no, that is facts. And I think that, like you said, it's the balance of figuring mm -hmm. out when to listen to your customers, but also when, when yeah. not to. Right. Yeah. And so, um, and I also know in retail, cause you guys have came into the industry like a hard season. Mm -hmm. Period. So how you, because uh, I talk to companies all the time, it's like sales are down 30% this year. Mm -hmm. How are you guys kind of fighting with the, what's happening with the economy now? Storytelling isn't down 30%. Mm. That's the thing. When um, when the market shifts, mm -hmm. you have to switch your approach. Gotcha. So you have to always go back to the psychology of humans. Humans mm -hmm. want to feel connected. Humans want to feel Absolutely. seen. So if you're just throwing products at them, yeah then you are also going to be in trouble with Target and Walmart and yeah. all those people who are seeing. But people connect with people. Yep. Thanks. So for me, as I saw the economy doing its wishy-washy thing, people are like, this is probably not the time to open a retail mm -hmm. location. Okay, keep your insecurity in a little purse in the corner. <laughs> Do not sprinkle that shit on me. Yes. I'm going to create a retail experience yes. that people will come into. Mm. So our store is literally branded in like, it's like an art gallery. There's nothing on the shelves. You come in, there's podiums with mannequins that are each wearing a piece. Mm. But there's nothing for you to grab. Then there's screens and then my notes and like I, I write things on the wall. Mm -hmm. And my whole thing is make it comfortable for people to buy nothing. Mm. Because people want to just come in. Yeah. We give you wine. You can have water. They're going to ask you still or sparkling, room right. temperature or cold. Come on, experience. So now when people are comfortable, that 30% of sales down means nothing, nothing because you've made people feel good. Yes. Once all you see everything happening in the industry, we increase our creative budget mm. because I need you to at least be captivated by the visuals. Right. But also what you won't see me do is get on and say, sales are down. <laughs> I need you people. No, it's yeah. just, I'm going to create a thing that's, that makes you feel good. Right. People want to feel good. They want to be feel seen. Mm -hmm. They want to be heard and they want yeah. to latch onto something and believe in something. Right. That's how you combat sales. Now, some of these big brands, we don't know the founders anymore. No. And that's the disconnect. We're not connected. And I feel like that's where people are. They want to feel community. They want to feel connected. Yes. They want to feel like you even creating this experience. We're going to have to do part two at the retail yes. location. Can you please? Can you please <laughs> but I just, I, I'm literally visualizing this yeah. and I'm like, this just sounds so sexy. Like, yeah. and it makes you want to be like, I got to see this. Yeah. So exactly. y'all meet us in Chicago. Yeah. It's like, I got to see this. So you create a space where like, we have people who will fly in just to come and see the store. I could believe it. And then it's just like, and then we're just like, oh, you don't have to buy anything. Mm. Like, we're just glad you're here. Yeah. 
And then also, if you give people the right experiences, they become your marketing strategy. Absolutely. Because they like, they taking pictures. They like, girl, you got to go see this. Yep. And I just can now, I can see it as it continues to grow, like just becoming a like staple in Chicago. Yes. Like you I got, if so. you are a black girl, you got to go see it, you know, because it is all for us and it's all for all the things. So yeah. I am excited. So where, last question, where are you going? Where, what, what does this look like in the future? You know, the, the proudest thing, mm-hmm. I don't care. Ooh. I'm just, I'm I'm literally, I'm not thinking, and it's going to be this, no. Because I need the same failures that got me here Mm, to present themselves to me. And at each stage, I will pivot. So what I will promise you is I will always pivot. I will be the pivot queen forever. We're going to get you a t-shirt ahead. We're (laughs) going to get a pivot queen uh, collection in the... (laughs) Oh, we're going to have to sell this silver jewelry. So it's going to be the pivot queen uh, of the year. Okay. We got to get it out. Y'all go get that jewelry. Okay. Now listen, I am excited. I am excited to continue to watch your, your yes. growth. Um, and as we talked about, entrepreneurship is a beautiful thing. It provides you freedom. Um, this luxury of just being on the couch talking, yeah. you know what I'm saying? About the journey. It's bringing me to tears. It's bringing you to tears. Okay. You have cried. The, I think I've you are the, the first. Whole- the first. Okay, we're going to spin this. Like, we made her cry on yeah, the couch. Like, top tier. We're going to put this in the trailer. They're going to be like. I mean, like, Claritin could have solved this, but we just, <laughs> I just cried. We're just going to cry it through. Okay, sometimes in entrepreneurship, you need a little tear. Listen, these are permanent tears because <laughs> I carry the struggle of all the years. Yes. The struggle is on my back. Okay, I am making it through. But when we think about the struggles of your last week, or your last two weeks, what is one thing that you feel like you want to vent about? What's one thing that you feel like, I need to get this off my cheeks? Listen, I was doing my makeup before we came here, and one of the girls was from, from the store texting me, and I was like, can, no, she was calling me, and I was like, can we talk later? I'm trying to get my, she's like, the police are here, they want to speak to you, and I said, why? Because a lot of our neighbors are getting robbed. And we have the cameras. And I was just like, that is, you know how you watch these like smash? That is my anxiety every day. Mm. I go to bed and I wake up in the night and watch the camera. Mm. And that's the part of the entrepreneurship that is the constant anxiety. You yeah. go to bed with anxiety as a blanket. Absolutely. It's no and, and, and that's like the thing where it's just like, I want to get to a place in life where I'm calm. Yeah. Because it's sort of like at some point you're like, okay, the struggle is okay. I'm yeah. tired. It's just I'm tired of struggle. It's not even cute on me no more. It's out of season. Right. It's, it's not giving joy. No. <laughs> but I think it is the anxiety of like launch day. Is it you know, you're always like, Am I gonna do it the same way I did it the last time? Mm-hmm. How many more times? Like I always say, How many more times are they gonna show up? Like are the customers gonna mm-hmm. show up? And that's a anxiety that can be crippling. Yeah. And that's, I think, um, I think that's why everybody does our favorite keyword, mental health. But mm-hmm. like, you can go to all the therapy you want. Yeah. That anxiety does not go away. No, I think we literally sign up to be like mentally mm-hmm. unstable for yes. a couple years until we sell. And I need people to stop telling people to rest. Yes. People are just like, oh, get some rest. Sweetheart, have you seen my bills? <laughs> <laughs> you see these, this payroll. <laughs> we got to make payroll. Every month, because okay. now Koi has about eleven team members, mm. so that's eleven people who are relying in some shape or fashion yeah. on this to work. Yes, yes. I can't rest, right. and I think I want people to be more honest about that. Of yeah. like, part of the sacrifice is 
your work life or life balance will be shit. And maybe I hope there'll be a time where it isn't. But, like, everybody wants to say, oh, you know, I have to prioritize rest and mental health. I don't know how to. Right. I can't. At this moment in my season, I can't. I cannot. I can't. And and I'm suffering because of it because I'm getting that burnout phase. But it's also kind of like it's part of it. And you know, at whatever stage people are, it's okay. You right. you go through the part where it's like mental health. What's what's that? Is that a seasoning that I put on? <laughs> oh is, my that, is that a fragrance? Yeah, I have no idea what that is. But it it's also being okay with not being okay. Yeah, yeah, and also like checking on your CEO friends. <laughs> Please just send them Uber gift cards. Please, cue the tears for you. Cue the tears. Send us money. <laughs> send us. Send us money in top five. Let's go. <laughs> I am one tier away from OnlyFans. That's me money. I love it. I love it. What do you want to leave the people with today that's listening to this? Mm-hmm. They're like, girl, I resonated with this whole episode yeah. in my chest. I think the one thing to take away from it is all of these fluff things you think you need. I need a business plan. I need a business coach. I need a this. No, you just need to rework your relationship with failure. Because no matter what anybody teaches you, you will fail. Yeah. And that is okay. Yeah. And I need everybody to kind of get excited when they fail. Yeah. Because that's that's where the magic is. Yes. And so I just want everybody who listens to any other episode that comes from, just listen out for the failures in everybody's story. That's good. And just have yourself feel better. Yeah. And you'll be fine. You'll be fine. You'll be successful today or tomorrow. It might be 10 years or 15. But just just keep pivoting. What's the worst that can happen? Did you die? <laughs> Did you die? <laughs> Y'all, this is so good. Now, listen, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the Ghetto CEO Podcast. And if you did, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. And go support our friends. No, okay. stop saying support. Oh, no, no, no. We talked about go this. Go buy this product. If okay? you like if it. If you like it. It's Thank cute, you. They, don't, they can't buy this, though. By the time this comes out, it should be out. Okay, okay. You know, th- this was strategic. Okay. Oh, I like it. I like it. Now, y'all go buy the product because you know she's looking fine. Okay? <laughs> Dang. All right. But now don't let, support. Don't support. We don't want your support. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode. I will see you guys on another episode of the Ghetto CEO Podcast. Do not support us. Just watch it if you like it. Peace out.